Ladies, gentlemen, what's really good is MD. I'm back with another episode of the Made Different Podcast. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. Thank you very kindly. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Got a, like, got a song to sing. You want to hear it? Here it go. <laughs> All right, I'm geeking out. But yeah, so thank you for tuning in. Episode 34 tonight. Uh... So tonight I'm, I'm gonna get into something a little different. This that oh, before I before I get into that, uh, this is the made different podcast, the show that's geared towards helping people and having fun doing it. This is episode thirty four. The episode thirty four is about you do not need eyes to see. You do not need eyes to see, and so what I'm gonna do for episode thirty four is I'm gonna just break down a little uh a little quote i'm gonna start off with a with a, with a quote to kind of kind of put us in a uh, perspective of what we're going to be getting into tonight so i got i got everything organized some notes because i wanted to make sure i didn't miss any points because it's important it's very important this because i'm getting into you don't use your eyes to see and here's why it's important because you don't use your eyes to see so anyway before I get into it, let me read this quote. The quote is by David Bohm. It says, reality is what we take to be true. What we take to be true is what we believe. What we believe is based upon our perceptions. What we perceive depends on what we look for. What we look for depends on what we think. What we think depends on what we perceive. What we perceive determines what we believe. What we believe determines what we take to be true. And what we take to be true is our reality. So that's basically in a nutshell. What, what's reality? What do, we, what do we believe to be true? How do we see things? What, what, what's, your, what's your vision? What is your... What's your viewpoint on life? We don't. So, for the description I put in there, like we always have, there's always memes. There's always people saying, you know, you create your reality. You you create this. Uh, you know, if you change the way you think, you change your reality, so to speak. So I kind of wanted to get into that and discuss why you change the reality. Discuss the different types of philosophy you know just so we can have an idea of where that statement even comes from because it's very deep you know and especially if you get into the whole science behind it if you change your perception you change your reality it 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 sounds like a big statement but when you when you take it down to to the nuts and bolts of it, you know it's all about improvement upon your own mind. You know what I'm saying? Like we all got how we see things in our own mind, 
how's life to us depends on, you know, how we grew up. So, like, like for instance, before I get into the types of philosophy, like, so your brain is constantly working. It's constantly computing. Like, right now, I'm talking to y'all, looking in the camera. Talking into the microphone. But my brain is still constantly computing. There's all kinds of things going around on the outside of my brain that I'm not focused on. So my awareness is on what I'm doing right now. My subconscious is still taking in information. You know what I'm saying? So it's always constantly taking in information whether you perceive it or not. So a lot of these things dwell and they hide, but we're going to get into that. So so there's, there's five basic branches of philosophy that that people refer back to that that kind of encompasses the whole thing as far as philosophy goes so there's epistemology right which is the study of knowledge logic which is the study of reasoning metaphysics is the study of Reality beyond the physical. Uh, ethics is a study of moral value, and aesthetics is a study of art and beauty. So, so there's so there's these basic schools of philosophy, and then you know there's so many different branches that come off of these. You know, utilitarianism, uh, ex- existentialism. You know, there's all kinds of uh, Kantism. You know what I'm saying? So there's all these different branches of philosophy from you know, the great thinkers thinkers of our day, you know? So, and, and it's just interesting to me. Like, philosophy, all this shit is so interesting. Like, logic is just so interesting to, to when, when you boil down to, like, the grassroots and, and just everything about philosophy. I mean, you basically just studying thinking. You know what I'm saying? And... And I know a lot of people be like, yeah, but just use common sense and blah. Yo, a lot of people don't think. A lot of people, there is no common sense. There is People don't even think before they act. They don't think before they speak. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things get misinterpreted because they don't think. I mean, our brain is like the biggest tool. It's, the, it's one of the biggest mysteries left on the planet. But also, it's it's the biggest tool that we have to get through this life. Like, if you can, if you can learn how to manipulate your mind don't let your mind manipulate you you know what i'm saying so like for instance so like i took that quote from this book i was reading it's called nothing i see means anything okay and it basically gets into that whole statement about what you see your reality you create your reality so so your mind is constantly like forming different connections on on what you believe what you think you know so when you start your your brain starts to automatically connect certain thoughts together it's all like i said when it's always computing it's always it's, it's connecting certain thoughts together to help you perceive what you think so like from from a science standpoint What you're looking at, I'm looking at a light that's bright. I'm in a room. I'm looking at different things moving. Uh, 
you know, my phone's on, yada, yada. I'm looking at that, but I'm looking at it from a perception of things that my brain has already interpreted from past experiences, obviously conditioning and things like that. So I'm looking at it through that kind of lens because it's been programmed into my brain. So my eyes aren't necessarily, so I'm not necessarily seeing what's there. So like as a human being, for instance, we can only see three dimensions. But I think right now there's, I think it's 12, I think there's, right now it's like up to 12 dimensions. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I think it's up to 12 dimensions that's been discussed. And when I started learning about that, like that, that really just like blew my mind away. You know what I'm saying? And all this like, all this science, all this thinking to come back to conclusion that it took a while to know was true. How we perceive things has an effect, a drastic effect on your life. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, so like, for instance, like we all know somebody who, who's like the pity party person, you know, they, they, they have a lot going on and, and you know what I'm saying? So the way they handle it is they complain all the time. You know what I'm saying? You know, everything's happening to them. You know, everything, they, they've done nothing wrong ever. N everything is happening to them. You know what I'm saying? And instead, and, and when you get into that negative space, you start to... See, so I got the kids in here, so <laughs> they're chilling. Yes, hello. Okay, did you get it? I mean, because I, yeah, I told him to leave it at the door. All right, sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, we gotta eat. Um, but yeah, so so when you have that kind of negative perception, it all starts to compound on itself you know what i'm saying so if you're frustrated everything that somebody else is doing will then start to frustrate you things that start happening will start happening because you're perceiving it as things happening to you and not just like either random events or things that's just going on now all of a sudden it's because you're you're thinking about it in in a poor fashion. You haven't heightened your sense. So now, and so many people be doing that. They just dwell in the negative. They dwell in the negative and they can't ever see the positive. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, like, you know, a lot of, a lot of things, you know, that happen to us, I won't say we cause it, but we... We have a, a, a drastic effect on how we go through it. You know what I mean? Like like me, for instance. It took me a, a long, long road and a long time to kind of figure out. I was angry. You know what I'm saying? I was just an angry person. Like, anytime anybody would say something to me, like, joke around or whatever, like, I, w I would never take it. Like, I would always take it personal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it... 
There was no, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody just joking around, making a comment. I was always taking things personal. You know what I mean? And like, you can't really do that as far as just existing and being in life. I was always taking things personal. You know what I'm saying? I always thought it was like an attack. You know what I'm saying? And like, because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I'm always thinking I need to be in defense mode. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've been in, ingrained in me to be in defense mode. I'm thinking that this is how people survive. I always need to be in, in defense mode. You know what I'm saying? And I need to watch what everybody's saying. You know, I can't lighten up at all. You know what I'm saying? I was just super angry as far as as far as that goes. And then once I discovered a new way of thinking, which a lot of people now coin as red, being red pill. Once I discovered a new way of thinking, uh, once I discovered a new way of thinking, it changed my life, changed my whole life around. So once I started to, to open up to the fact that, hey, you know, reality may not be exactly how I'm seeing it. You know what I mean? Like, so, okay, here's another thing, for instance, right? Light is on a frequency, okay? So, the human eye can only see things within a certain band of frequency. But there's things that exist outside of that that we can't see. So, there's, thing, there's things all around that we can't even see that exist. So even though we can't see it, it's still there, but it's just not in our our band, our frequency range of, of the visual. You know what I'm saying? So we can't take in certain frequencies. So there's all kinds of things that exist outside of that that we can't see. And so if we were just to take everything at face value, we would never have the ability to open our mind up to think about something different. You know what I'm saying? So like it's it's it's, it's just crazy. It's just, it's, it's, it really gets, it gets really deep when you start to think about how these things affect your brain. You know what I'm saying? And like, no, I'll come out. Thank you. All right. So what was that? Oh yeah. But it's really deep how, how everything like starts to get interpreted. So, uh, where was that? Oh yeah. So. For instance, so the book, nothing I, nothing I see means anything. So it, it, it's still breaking it down. So I'm getting into it because, first of all, you need to check that book out. But I'm going to give you some other things to check out too, just so you can kind of start on your journey. But we're going to get to that at the end because I got a few tips at the end to kind of help. If you want to help yourself create a new situation, I'm going to tell you how I started doing it. All right, so Freud discovered the feelings and behaviors that represented previously unidentifiable and hidden areas of mental life. So, so when we're growing up, we're, we're st our brain's still constantly taking in information, taking in information from everywhere, you know, sounds, all kinds of things that we're not even aware of, we're not even consciously paying attention to. The brain's still submitting it into, into your, let's say, your car drive or your head. So it's still getting submitted in there. So when when it comes time for for you to pull from information, 
it's not just pulling from what you're thinking about. It's also pulling from all the other information and bits and pieces that has been taken in. So that's why, like, like for instance, like the social controllers and all that. That's why they can have such a profound effect on your brain. You know what I'm saying? And how they can affect your whole train of thought. How commercials, colors, how, like advertisements, for instance, right? Because it was like, it was ill when I was, when I was taking um, uh, advertising class in school, right? So, because we all know promotion is like the big thing now. Promotion, promotion, you got to promote everything. So, but like these companies, yo, they got tons and tons and tons of research on how people think, people in certain areas think, how to make things more visually appealing to you. So, Let's say Mazda, right? They got a U.S. website. They got an Australian website. They got a Japanese website. They got a Mexican website. All of them with slight tweaks depending on how their research determines that people in those areas think and how they respond to certain things. So they know that, you know, for instance, yellows and, and oranges and stuff give you a more happier feel. And, and you know what I'm saying? The shapes, you know, certain people want to see... You know, you want to see this kind of family build in your vehicle. So they put this on the front page and, you know, they put the font looking this way and this color. It's ill. Like how how deep did they break it down? You know what I'm saying? To where to where they they have vast knowledge on how to train you how to think. And you think that you were. I'm going to say, people think for one minute that that they just use this for advertising. That they just use this for trying to sell you some soda. <laughs> trying to sell you something to drink. No, play it. No, 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 no. It's deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? When, when they know that, they know that what you... Think determines your reality. So what are they doing? They're guiding you on how to think. But once you realize and you become aware, you can break out of that. So the book talks a lot about existentialism. So let me break it down to to the br- to the to the bare bones. A person is in the state that they choose to be in. Okay, so this is how they feel. Mike feels how they feel because they choose to be that way. So if he's mad, he's choosing to be mad because he knows he could be happy, but he don't want to be happy. So he's mad. That's what existentialism is in a sense. So because they're saying basically that like, all right, so your view is distorted. Your whole all right, so thinking your thinking's distorted, so therefore your views are distorted, right? So you're angry, you're thinking that, all right, this person says something to me. I'm taking it as derogatory, whether they meant it or not. I'm taking it as derogatory, therefore I'm responding because I took it as derogatory, whether it was or not, you know what I'm saying? Without even trying to accept what could be but because of prejudices and because of all your your conditioning, now you assume that 
what whatever they say could be misinterpreted by you due to all these other factors in your brain. So then now you choose to react a certain way. So you're still creating your own world because let's say you haul off and like, let's say you go shoot somebody because they said something to you. Now, maybe they didn't mean to be disrespectful. Maybe they didn't. But now you still, you, you've determined your reality because you chose to react a certain way to what they said instead of instead of applying simple rules of thought, right, to to understand your situation. Because most people don't try to understand the situation. They just want to be angry. They just want to respond. You know what I'm saying? Like a waiter comes through. Let's say they forget your straw. You know what I'm saying? I see people, then they flip the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, they trying to play me and da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? They disrespecting me. They wouldn't give me my food on time, blah, blah, blah. Now, you don't know what's going on in the kitchen back there. You don't know if, like, let's say two chefs arguing. Some, you know, the chef's going through a, a huge divorce. Uh, maybe somebody's kid got killed. I mean, you don't know what's going on back there. So then that's a, that's delaying their work, so which in turn delays the uh, the waiter or waiter which in turn then delays your food but you're not thinking about that because that person's thinking this is affecting me personally that situation is directed towards me personally you know what i'm saying because of whatever again all this information is being sucked in you know what i'm saying so we gotta we gotta try to break out of that train of thought because logically it doesn't make any sense i'm gonna give you another reason like voting, for instance, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people say, like, like for instance, because I don't, I, I quit. I'm boycotting voting, right? So I, whether you agree or disagree, the the point of it is, right? Like, all right. So I'm boycotting voting to to try to change the system. Other people are voting in the same system to then try to still. They know that voting is not going to benefit them, right? But they still want to vote and then say, well, we'll wait another four years and then try to beat the system. But every four years or every two years is the same thing. Well, we need to vote this way because we yeah, yeah, we know the system needs to be fixed, but let's just do this right now and then we'll... We'll stop. Then we'll stop Bush. Uh, no, well, let's wait two more years and then we do this again. Then we can stop Obama. Then we, let's wait four more years and then, uh, you know what I mean? Well, let's get Trump out of there now and then we'll worry about it. Every election time is the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's still participating, right? And into the same system. But then they all know that the system is, is jacked up and, and is not set up to help anyone. So... So logically, through philosophy, right, if you, let's say you follow a system of logic, logically it's impossible for you to still vote and then still also want to change the system because you're you're being complicit with your vote. You know what I'm saying? Logically, it makes no sense. Regardless of how you feel about voting, logically, it does not work from a logical, philosophical standpoint. It, it can't work. You know what I'm saying? Just any... That's why logic and, and reasoning is so important to take because logically it, it doesn't make sense. There's no way it can work that way. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how you feel about it. 
know what I'm saying? So that's just, so that's what I'm saying. Like when you when you out there and you putting your imprint into the world, right? You're doing what you think is right, but then it's like me or whoever else would get attacked. You know what I'm saying? Because of how we feel. Not even taking time to understand, you know, where somebody's coming from. So I think that that's that's where we as human beings need to take take a chance to sit down. You know, talk to different people different. You know what I'm saying? Because and even a friend today earlier made a post and was like, you know, we're always arguing and infighting and all this stuff with each other these days. You know what I'm saying? Anybody who disagrees, all of a sudden it's an argument. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's a few select people who don't do that. But, you know what I mean? I keep seeing that same post a lot from, like, multiple people. And it's like, come on, man. Like, we know better. We know better. We won't even take time to listen to somebody anymore because now they have a different viewpoint than us. The way you see things is how you create your reality, right? So why not take as much information in as you can to make a determination? People don't even want to hear nothing else. You know what I'm saying? They don't even want to hear it. They just be like, nah, 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 fuck that, or fuck you, or you know what I mean? And then they get rude about it. And it's like, yo, we can't even have a conversation. Like, I'm just trying, you know what I mean? Whether we trying to explain or not, you know what I'm saying? And I know sometimes people be like, man, because a lot of people have told me, look, just save yourself, save your family, don't worry about it. But I, you know what I mean? I just can't be that way, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to, like, spread word as much as I can, do what I can do, trying to get people to see things from a, from another light. If you, so, just to, so just to skip ahead, right? Because I could go on that tangent for all day. False beliefs interfere with perception and interpretation of, of the external environment. Those beliefs are then perceived to be separate from ourselves. So, this is just another claim from the doctor, but this is another interpretation from existentialism. When, when we have a belief that's false and we internalize it, and then let's say we project it out into the world, it's still false, right? So, but we, but that person will then think that, or if they see something wrong with the world, not knowing that that interpretation came from themselves. You know what I'm saying? So. If you see something wrong out there, it's it's from it's within you. You know what I'm saying? You see something wrong. You know what I'm saying? Something's wrong inside. You know what I'm saying? Because you're putting your imprint and you're you're decoding everything from your own brain. You know what I'm saying? Your own mental standpoint, you're decoding that way. You know what I'm saying? But we don't take time to think about it like that. It's just that, well, this person over here is doing this, but but how did you why did you perceive it that way? You perceived it that way for something. You know what I'm saying? It's up to us to try to understand. That's where knowledge of self comes in. It's up, it's up to us to understand why. And how we can put a different imprint out there into the world. So, like, for instance, when I, start, when I first started to wake up, I don't even like to use that term no more. And a lot of people really don't use it no more because it's... It's played. I won't say it's played out, but people that now and like joked around so much where like I'm woke, you know what I mean. So we don't use that no more. But when I first started to 
gain more awareness. So I start. I, I watched this movie, right? And and thank God for philosophy, all right? Because <laughs> that, that that definitely helped change my life. Watch this movie, y'all. Definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. Called What the Bleep Do We Know? Now, there's all kinds of quantum physicists in this movie that break down so many different things. But I'm I'm going to give you two takeaways that, while simple enough, when you really think about it and apply it to all areas of life, we don't really think this way. So, so I'm a, hopefully I say this right. Scrodinger. <laughs> I hopefully I said that right. Scrodinger's cat, right? So I don't know if you've heard of this experiment, but it's basically like a theory where, all right, so you have a cat in a box with some holes, right? A supposed cat in a box with some holes. Now, is the cat alive? Is the cat still in the box? You don't know until you look inside the box. While the box is closed, there's no noise, whatever, you know, it's not moving. While the box is closed, either the cat's in the box and alive, the cat is not in the box, or the cat's dead in the box. But you have, so all these, there's infinite possibilities until you open the box. That's what the whole theory is. You know what I'm saying? So once you open the box, then you know. But before you open the box, there's all kinds of interpretations left and and, and the possibilities are still there until you look in the box. So like for instance, I'm going on a job interview. I could choose to look at it as well, you know, I mean I may not be the best applicant, blah blah blah. I'm probably not gonna get the job. Or I could choose to look at it as I'm an awesome applicant, you know, they would be lucky to have me. You know what I'm saying? So the possibility is still there because you haven't had the interview yet. You haven't you have gotten no notice back yet about the job because you haven't been on the interview. So the possibility is still out there. So why back yourself into a negative corner? Just with what they call limiting beliefs. Like your limiting beliefs are what keep you in a box. And, and you know what? And when I really started to learn about that stuff and, you know, it, it also it all applies to dating just as well as it does here. Because if I'm dating, let's say I'm out, right? And this used to be me back in the day. Anybody who knows me back in the day knows I would not hesitate to walk up to like eight, a group of like eight, nine, ten girls at one time and talk to them all. You know what I'm saying? And come away with somebody's number. I would never hesitate. You can ask anybody who knows me. I would do that on the spot. Now, being hurt, doing, going through these different things. So before I had to get back into that, I, you know. I guess kind of went back in my shell, like, uh, you know, so my limiting belief at the time was like, if I walk up to these group of girls, I'm going to get played, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Now, before, I never thought about it that way. You know what I'm saying? Before, I would always think, yeah, you know, there's a possibility that I'm going to talk to somebody in this group, I'm going to get some number, something's going to pop off, blah, blah, blah. But the limiting mind was like, you know, after a while, you know, of being hurt and, you know, 
going through anxiety, things like that, would would basically talk me out of a situation. You know what I'm saying? And like, so it applies everywhere. You know, dating. I mean, the real world. It applies everywhere, and it's crazy. Like, you can limit yourself into a fucking corner. You know what I mean? Like, just by just by how you you perceive the world to be, you can just you can you can really be a detriment to your own life. And trust me, I've been there. That's how I know. That's how I'm still talking about it. Because I've been there. I trashed my own, you know, I went through a period of trashing my own life just, just to, you know what I mean? Because I was, I was in a negative headspace. You know what I'm saying? You got to clear your headspace in order to, to make something positive. And it sounds like fluff, man, but, but even science, you can't, you can't even see without your brain. You know what I'm saying? So your brain is constantly working to try to to give its imprint of what it thinks you should see. You know what I'm saying? So you want to help it by filling it with positive energy, positive frequencies, positive information. But also taking as much information as you can. You can't even make what and that was another thing. Once you you can't even make a well-informed decision without having all the information. You know what I'm saying? Even me troubleshooting. If I'm asked, if somebody calls in and say my internet's not working, right? Now I could go with just off the jump, you know, just say something stupid or you know, what do people say? Unplug it, replug it in. But no, I need all the information. I need more information than that to make it to make an assessment. You know what I'm saying? When did it stop working? Why did it stop working? What were you doing when it not? You know what I'm saying? I need all the bit. I need all the pieces of information. I need all the info. I need all the info before I can make an informed decision. You know what I'm saying? And and that's how we should live. You know what I mean? Don't don't just take things at face value. Here, let's go with another example. These videos. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, a lot of it's horrible. We, we don't want to see anybody getting gunned down by crooked-ass police officers not getting reprimanded. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, look, justice for Breonna Taylor because her killer's still out there. Her day was on the beach lamping it up, had girls on the beach. Anyway, that's besides the point. So, look, but, so, but a lot of these videos, you know what I'm saying? Because I saw a video where they'll show you, you'll see a segment of the video. The segment of the video goes viral, you know what I'm saying? But the the clip is like 40 seconds. You see another clip where you have more information to see what's going on in the whole video and then you understand that that 40 second clip was bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So but you but when you see the 40 second clip, that's all you have to go on, so that's your interpretation. So you think, "All right, this happened this way. Your brain is trained to think that because you see it, this happened this way. This how they took it. Blah, blah, blah. Not knowing all the information. Not knowing all the circumstances behind that 40 second clip. Then you get the two minute clip and then you got to sit back and go, oh, shit. I was mad and, and, and ready to burn shit down. Just, and I didn't even have all the information. You know what I mean? It completely changed your perspective once you... Get the context and all that, you know what I'm saying. So that's so that's once we see things a certain way, you still can't even trust everything you see. You know what I'm saying? Everything you see, you still can't trust. 
That's where logic comes in. Because then you got to start thinking what's behind that. What's the reasoning behind that? I, I got my kids right now reading about philosophy. What's the reason behind this? Because you got to understand, like, you can't take everything at face value. So the other thing about what the bleep do we know was stuck out. Water molecules. So I, I had to, definitely had to write his name down. Dr. Masaru. So did an experiment on water molecules, right? As far as energy is concerned. I'm going to give you the short version. Positive thoughts. A positive atmosphere towards the water molecules made beautiful uh, shapes. The, the water molecules were symmetric. I mean, these are just some of the, the 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 creations that came from the positivity directed at the water molecules was beautiful. You know what I mean? It actually helped the water. On the flip, negative, poor energy directed towards the water molecules gave the opposite effect. Asymmetrical shapes, ugly shapes, also even some polluted the water. So... Also, they did another test with that same theory, and they put water in jars, put put positive words on some of the jars, and put negative words on the jars. You already know which way it went, or you should know. You know, obviously, the words with the the, the jars with the the positive words had a positive influence on the water molecules. The the negative words had. A direct and negative impact on the water molecules. You know what I'm saying? Now, obviously, I'm giving you the short version, but you go check it out, man. It's like real interesting to see these experiments and just to see how positivity and negativity can be directed. But just think about it. So your whole body, I mean, so the earth, your body, we're all made up. We're all beings with made mostly water. So just think about how positivity just affects those water molecules. Just think about how it affects your body. You know what I'm saying? How it affects your mind because we're made up of mostly water. You know what I'm saying? The majority water. Just, I mean, just think about that. I mean, it's, it's, it's just crazy. And you know what I mean? When you really get into like the meat and potatoes of it, like you really start to understand. But you, it's, it's layers. You know what I'm saying? And, and it might be scary to peel back at first because... Then you got to start questioning everything you ever thought in your life. You know what I'm saying? And it's mysterious. You know what I mean? And it's wonderful at the same time. You know what I mean? It's, it's great. And it really, like, I really wish that I was in that place when I was when I was younger. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm starting my kids out early. Questioning everything. You know what I'm saying? Don't leave anything up to chance. Question everything. Like even in the Matrix, they say why is the real source of power, but it really is. I mean, if you think about it, question everything. I mean, don't leave, don't leave everything up to for interpretation. Uh, yeah. So look, so how do we manifest this these changes in our own lives? One. So these are three tips I got. One, accept responsibility for our own actions. Okay. So we determine what we do. If if I didn't make it here, I need to work a little harder. Not, this person had it out for me, blah, blah. Work harder. You know what I'm saying? Don't look at it as that person determined your outcome. No, no, no. You determined it. So be better. Be so that person can't turn you down. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Or, you know what I mean? Maybe that situation just wasn't for you, but the right situation will be there. But it's, it's all in your interpretation. Don't look at it as a negative. Be able to accept that you are the one that's determining what's going to happen to you. Not other people. You know what I'm saying? Sure, somebody treats you racist, but I mean, at the end of the day, are you still getting money? Are you still, are you still about your business? Fuck that racist person. You know what I'm saying? Because race don't exist anyway. That's another. That's a whole other podcast which people ain't gonna be ready for. But don't let that person determine your outcome just because you're thinking about race all the time. You still got a job to do, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Be awesome so you can fuck them. You know what I mean? Don't worry about who's doing what. You just take care of you and be the best you you can be. Number two, release your limiting beliefs and obtain empowering beliefs. So, again, like I said with the girls, you know, if I'm going over there, don't automatically assume somebody's going to spit in your face, throw a drink in your face, you know, that it's going to be a bad outcome. Go over there with a positive outlook. Go over there with a positive outlook. Change your life. Go over there with a positive outlook. So, release limiting beliefs and obtain empowering beliefs. And number three, let go of the outcomes. Please, 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 please. Let go of any outcomes you got. So, don't hold on to any outcomes that you might have. Like, because that's the quickest way to get disappointed. So, don't even, if you're going to do something, if you're going to take a test, do the best you can and, and on the test, focus in the moment. Don't just be thinking about at the at the end result or I'm going to fail or, you know, if I don't fail, this if I do fail, this will happen, da, da, da. Because then you start compounding on these false narratives. And then once you start adding all these false narratives into your mind, it just starts to swell and swell and swell. I know because I've been there. It just starts to swell and swell. You know what I'm saying? So instead of doing that, focus on what's happening in the moment. You know what I mean? We are not the same. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm just saying, don't worry. And we don't need to be the same. Why are we not the same, nigga? Because we made different. That's why. You know what I'm saying? We all made different. That's why the name of this podcast is made different. Fuck you mean. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So just to recap, manifest change in your own life. One, accept responsibility for our own actions. Two, release limiting beliefs and obtain empowering beliefs. Three, let go of outcomes. Okay. Uh, so now. I appreciate y'all tuning in. So I'm about to end the show. Very awesome though, because now the group is is, is launched and it's taken off, and the group's beautiful, man. I, the the community group on Facebook definitely hit me up if you want to be a part of the community group. Like it's so much positive uh, messages being being put in there, and and you know people participating and and, and just. Basking in their own awesomeness, you know what I'm saying, and I love it, man. I and look, I'm gonna keep it, keep it going, keep it building, 
You know what I'm saying? And and I just want people to just be in there and like really just really take hold, you know what I'm saying? And 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 um you know, if you you need somebody in the group or you need something, you know what I'm saying? Just let let the group know. I really want it to be like a family in there, man. Real talk. You know what I mean? Like like you know, hit somebody up in there. I'm gonna try to do something maybe to like connect the people more in there. I'm gonna figure out something to do. But um but yeah, it, it, so it's starting off, you know, it's growing, but it's getting there, you know what I mean? But yeah, keep keep coming in. Um definitely uh I appreciate all the likes, the follows, you know, definitely please like, share this podcast. Obviously, you know, it's it's this one wasn't focused around dating, but it doesn't matter because it's not always going to be about dating. It's going to be about world events, all kinds of stuff. So I want everybody to grow. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't take as long as I did to to get into this space. You know what I'm saying? So so um, with that said, thank you for tuning in. Wait, oh, oh, you know what? Hold on, let me just see if there's any comments. Oh, you know what? Bakita did. Bakita had a comment. My mentor tells me to always assume good intent. Almost forgot about the comments. Thank you for your comment too. Look, and that's a good way to do. That's a that's really a positive way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it just makes the whole interaction better. You know what I'm saying? Now, if they start, you know, doing whatever, then you know, obviously you act accordingly. But you know, to to start off, start it off in a in a positive space. You know what I mean? Normally, it'll make the interaction better. You know what I'm saying, and and always assume good assume good intent. That's a that's a great way to end it. You know what I'm saying. So, thank you for tuning in. Next Wednesday, chill. Till the next episode. <laughs> I'm gone, man.